Hello, my name is Ashley Redmond. I am an astrologer, holy fire Reiki master, and intuitive. This is my podcast, Manifest Magic. Hello and happy Mercury retrograde. Mercury begins retrograding October 14th at 12 degrees in Scorpio. And then two weeks from now, it's going to move backwards into the sign of Libra. And it will remain there until it moves forward at November 3rd. Interestingly enough, we had Mercury retrograde last year in Scorpio as well during the months of October and November. I feel that this Mercury retrograde is going to be linking us up with things that came up last year during Mercury retrograde in Scorpio during October and November. So think back to November of last year, what was going on in your life? And there may be some things that come up for you during this Mercury retrograde because it's in the same sign. It's going to be going over some of the same degrees and Mercury represents the way we think, speak, communicate. And it's also how we share information and learn. So with Mercury retrograde in Scorpio, Scorpio is about secrets, it's mystery, it's intensity, getting to the bottom of things, understanding things on a deeper level, on a more psychological level. It's facing fears, it's overcoming fears, it's overcoming psychological blocks. It is transformation, rebirth, regeneration. During Mercury Retrograde, we have an opportunity to revisit, to reevaluate, and to rework things. And depending where you have this Mercury Retrograde in your chart, it will give you a deeper understanding as to what area of life you can expect to have this energy activated. Interestingly enough, we will have this retrograde happening during the election. And even more interestingly, Mercury will go direct the day of the election. And this is going to make things incredibly interesting because when we have Mercury station to go direct, it is a moment when there is a lot of intensity and it's a pause, it's a standstill. I really truly believe this election is going to be a total shit show in regards of finding information, understanding the information. Maybe it's going to be the ballots that are going to be an issue or we're going to receive information about one of the candidates that we did not expect or see coming. It's an unearthing because it is Scorpio. Scorpio is about hidden things, shadows, and secrets. I'm very curious to see how this will play out for us. Mercury in Scorpio will give us the opportunity to face fears, to face things head on when it comes to shared resources with others, finances with others, issues around intimacy, sexuality, as well as possibly vices and addictions, obsessions and attachments that we have. I see Mercury Retrograde as an opportunity 
to revisit things we need to work further on. And Mercury Retrograde gives us a chance to really clear out old energy, old issues as we near the end of this year. During Mercury Retrograde, it's important to make sure you double check things, you double check contracts, written agreements, letters, emails, and you are very clear with your word. You make clarity in your communication a priority. During this retrograde, we will have Mars and Aries, and Mars will be going direct just a couple days after Mercury goes direct. So Mercury will go direct the day of the election, which is November 3rd. Mercury will be in Libra. Libra is a sign which has to do with balance, harmony, justice, sharing, caring, relationships, equality, fairness. This will be a big theme around the election is fairness, balance, and finding the fair and clear results of the election, which I think is going to be quite interesting. The week after the election, we have Mercury enter into Scorpio as it continues to move forward out of its retrograde shadow. November 15th, Mars goes direct. While we have Mercury retrograde during the month of October, it will be in Scorpio and Libra. So emphasis on sexuality, transformation, intensity, psychological blockages. And as it moves back into Libra, greater focus on partnerships, relationships, self-worth, self-esteem. I see self-worth and self-esteem being the big subjects during this Mercury retrograde. We will have a moment to focus on how we are communicating in relationships, how we are expressing our needs and wants and desires, finding ways to create more balance and a sense of fulfillment in our relationships. We have this opportunity during Mercury Retrograde to also reevaluate things, which this year has really given us time to do that. So with Mercury Retrograde coming up, We want to focus in on where we have Mercury moving through our chart. Wherever you have Libra and Scorpio in your chart, this is where Mercury retrograde will be moving. And this will give you an opportunity to work through any matters that are going on in these areas of your life. Um, This Friday, the 16th, we have a new moon in Libra. New new moon in Libra. Bringing up a new beginning around relationships, around partnerships, calling in a new energy with how you relate to others, with how you share with others, how you love others, how you want to be loved. New moon in Libra is romantic. It's harmonious. It's about fairness. It's about equality. It's about sharing things. We have a beautiful, beautiful new moon coming up and it's a super moon as well. 
at a supermoon, the moon is closer to Earth. And this is the second of three supermoons we will have towards the end of this year. Brings more energy. It highlights the energy. It makes the new moon more potent and special for us. There's more significance in this energy. With the new moon, it's a moment for us to plant intentions, to set intentions around what we want to call in. And the new moon is a great time to start something new, to plant new seeds, to make new goals, specifically when it comes to dealing with others. Since this is in Libra, collectively, this new moon is asking us to find a better balance in our relationships and to also look at who we are in relationships how we are affected by relationships with others, whether we are happy, whether we are fulfilled, and what we want to call in when it comes to a partnership if we are single. Really understanding the energies you want in a relationship, in a partnership, even in friendships. This new moon offers a peaceful, harmonious energy, and it allows us to find a moment to really connect with what it is we are seeking from other people, okay? This new moon is an an air sign and air signs are connected to communication, to sharing information. This Libra new moon is a great time to understand on a better level how to collaborate with others, how to share with others. And it's a time for us to connect, okay? Since Mercury will be retrograde during this new moon, there may be some issues around communication that we need to work through that will come up. It offers us an opportunity, of course, this is how I see it, an opportunity to work through things, to fix things, maybe issues in relationships or partnerships that you maybe felt that you have previously worked through are going to come up. And it's a time for you to smoothly, since it's Libra, work through them, okay? This new moon does not come without drama. I do emphasize that this new moon is about harmony and balance, and that is what we are seeking in this full moon since it's in Libra. But we have an aspect at this new moon from the three big daddies, and the three big daddies are Mars, Saturn, and Pluto. Mars is an Aries. It's retrograde. It's our intensity. It's our primal, primitive instincts and our masculine energy. And Saturn is about restriction. It's in Capricorn. Pluto is transformation and power. And so there's an opportunity for us at this new moon to maybe find a little bit of frustration, anger, resentment from others, especially those we have close relationships with. But since it's in Libra, Libra wants to smooth things over. The sun's in Libra. The moon's in Libra. Slow your roll. Don't fly off the handle. And this is, again, a time to revisit old habits, behaviors, 
maybe reactions we have in our close relationships. Now, Saturn is rigid. He is a pain in our butt and he is pretty stubborn. So there's the stubborn energy and then Pluto, he's about power. He wants to be in charge. So maybe some power struggles, some power plays and Mars, he likes to fight. So you can see that there is uh, some interesting dynamics going on with this new moon. The new moon is opposite Mars, who is in Aries, and this can create some irritability, some hostility, some impulsiveness, maybe some sexual tension. So it's not all bad. It's time for you to be assertive in your relationships and express your desires, express your feelings. Mars is our sexuality as well, and it's retrograde. How are you going to express that? Maybe a bit of internalized sexual frustration. And then Mercury and Scorpio, it's sexual, it's sexy, but it will also be retrograde. You may have to internalize some of your desires, some of your sexual tension. There may be a sense of physical tension in the body, You got to take care of what you got to take care of at this new moon, I suppose. What is going to help you with all of these intense, passionate energies? Well, you can channel this into sexual energy in a healthy way. You can channel this into physical energy, such as exercise. You can channel this into something creative. It's a Friday. Go out, have fun, go dance. Don't cause drama. Have some fun. Maybe a yoga class. Maybe just enjoy yourself and go out with your friends or have a nice talk with your best friend. Do something to channel this incredible energy at this new moon. Again, at this new moon, it's a mixed bag. There is a sense of hostility, anger, impulsiveness, as well as some frustration. But overall, We really want to use this new moon in Libra to make things better in relationships. Maybe there's things that trigger you in relationships with people. You need to work on that. How do you handle those feelings of anger, frustration, impatience, learning how to channel that into something healthy, maybe even seeing things from a different perspective. We will have this full moon at 3.31 p.m. on October 16th, that is Eastern time. I want to talk a bit about some energies that have been coming up for me and a couple things I've noticed since Mars went retrograde back in September on September 9th. Mars is in Aries currently and Mars is retrograde. Mars in astrology represents masculinity, determination, willpower, survival instincts, sexual energy, all the fun, intense things. One thing I've noticed with Mars since it's gone retrograde is I'm feeling less motivated, less physically active. And during this retrograde, I have definitely connected more with my feminine energy. This has been a bit uncomfortable for me being the Sagittarius sun that I am. And ladies, if you have a fire sign sun or strong 
fire sign placements, you know what I'm talking about. Or if you can relate to just being a modern day woman who likes to be assertive and constantly on the go, you know what I'm talking about. It can be difficult for us sometimes to connect with the feminine energy since we live in a modern society where we balance so many different things. We wear so many different hats being the women that we are with careers, with families, with marriages, and our own ambitions and, and dreams. So with Mars retrograde, I have definitely felt a stronger connection to my feminine energy. And when I say that, I mean, I've allowed myself to sit back a little bit and be slower with things, be more patient with things, avoided pushing myself to constantly be going, 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 and to be constantly doing everything. It's really something I'm glad that I've noticed because I realize how much I've pushed myself, maybe physically, mentally, emotionally, to be perfect, to be this woman who can do it all. And I think that it can be a double-edged sword when we realize we try to take on too many things. And when we try to take on too many things, we have trouble doing everything well. Or maybe we aren't even able to enjoy everything because we're constantly bombarding ourselves with tasks, responsibilities, and duties and goals. Mars retrograde, it's internalizing this masculine externalized physical energy. And it's a great time for whether you are female or male to connect more with this feminine energy, this yin energy, this flowing energy, more relaxation, less doing, allowing yourself to dream, to play, to feel things, to connect with your emotions, to be in a more receptive energy and maybe you are sitting back with your assertive energy right now and Mars retrograde helps us internalize our energies and connect our energies more to maybe how we feel about things why we feel the way we do about certain things, why we feel angry about certain things or frustrated about certain things instead of acting them out. Mars helps us understand what we're passionate about, what we want to fight for. And while he's retrograde, we have a harder time expressing and externalizing And so we can be left feeling a bit frustrated with not knowing how to move through this. And during Mars retrograde, we're connecting more with our emotional. We're connecting more with maybe the limitations we have energetically. This is a great time for us to focus on reserving our energy, building our energy reserves. If we think of caveman, right? Caveman, cave women, they were in survival mode, gathering food, taking care of children, 
cooking the food, um, taking apart the animals, uh, caring for the tribe, the group, and trying to stay alive amidst present dangers, animals, sickness, injury, right? Living the way that people did in primitive times, they were in a constant state of fight or flight and adrenaline. And when they had a moment, they had to rest because physically they could not continue at a level of high adrenaline such as that of somebody who is hunting down a wild animal. You cannot be in that state constantly because you will burn out physically. And Mars is that caveman, cavewoman energy. So we have until November 15th until Mars goes direct. Over the next few weeks, it's a great time to work through any anger issues, frustrations, maybe places in your life you have been too assertive or you have not been assertive enough. I know for me on a personal level, I, by nature, have a very assertive and dominant personality. And I love that about myself. It serves me in many ways, but sometimes it's difficult in relationships and I'm learning to connect more with my feminine energy. And this is a discussion I've had with a few close friends recently about connecting more with our feminine energy and how uncomfortable that can be, especially when it comes to relationships, because we are so used to being assertive and dominant in all other areas of life when it comes to our career, when it comes to our children, even, you know, in friendships and things can get really tricky when you want to have that masculine energy in your life, especially when it comes to a partner and you are a woman that is constantly in your masculine energy. I'm going to be exploring this topic a bit more, especially in my courses as well as some of my classes that I will be offering. And I think it's important for us ladies and gentlemen to understand what it truly means to be in your feminine energy because I think we have this misconception that if we are feminine, we are being submissive, we are weak, we are not powerful, we are not in control. A lot of negative thoughts we we think of when we think of uh, the feminine now, that is not true. Feminine is incredibly powerful. It's incredibly strong. But what it is not is a physically active, aggressive energy. It's an energy of wisdom, of intuition, of depth, of understanding, of compassion, and these are things that, in my opinion, are incredibly strong. They're incredibly powerful. We need to be feminine in order to procreate, in order to give life. That is our job as women on a reproductive level. And there is nothing weak or submissive about that. If you've had a child, you know what I'm talking about. There's nothing weak about being a mother or going through a pregnancy. 
And I want to talk a bit more about the new moon in Libra coming up this Friday and how you can connect with this energy. New moons, new intentions, new goals, new energy. I have a few journal prompts I want to share with you, which may be useful for you to connect with this Libra new moon energy in your manifestation practices. The first question for you at this Libra new moon is what do you need to release around relationships? I know this is a new moon, but we want to let go of the old so we can invite the new. The first question is what do you need to release around relationships? The second question is what do you love most about yourself? Since Libra is connected to relationships not just romantic, but the relationships we have with ourselves. This is incredibly important for us to identify what we love about ourselves, what we find worthy about ourselves, what we find amazing about ourselves, because this allows us to connect with an energy we expect to be shown from another. This allows us to call in what we want to have in a relationship. If we're very clear with our worth, and who we are, there will not be any confusion as to what we need or who we want in our lives and what we need in a partnership. And the next question is, what do you need in a relationship? And when I say need, what do you need from a partner? What does that feel like? What does that look like? And the next question is, how can you bring more pleasure into your life? I don't just mean sexual pleasure. Libra is ruled by Venus, a planet of pleasure, a planet of love, romance, beauty. How can you bring more of a sense of beauty, romance, love, affection, and pleasure, abundance into your life now? What can you do to create those feelings? And what does that look like? I hope you've enjoyed these little tidbits for the new moon in Libra that will help you connect more with your energy. And before I go, I want to share with you a card reading for the new moon in Libra. I pulled a beautiful card from the Wisdom of the Oracle deck. And the card is Higher Power. The meaning of this card is conscious contact with a higher power. The presence of the divine, seeing source energy in all things, committing to a partnership with spirit. This card reminds you that you are more than a person trying to get ahead and make things happen for yourself and others. You have an immortal soul and are gifted with a human life through which a higher power can express itself. At this time, you need to be conscious of your connection to spirit and foster it through prayer and meditation. Ask, what is the highest good for all? How can I serve? Then get out of your own way and trust that there is a plan for your life more wondrous than you can ever know. You are always protected and divinely directed. One more thing I want to share with this week, we have Mercury retrograde starting and we have the new moon in Libra. And with Mercury retrograde, it's Scorpio, sexuality, intimacy, fears, Libra, relationships, love, worthiness, abundance. How can you bring these two energies together? This is your question. How can you bring these two energies into your life? And what are the things you need to work on when it comes to intimacy, when it comes to love, 
I wish you a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful new moon in Libra. I will be back next week to discuss more about the ending of Libra season and the moving and transition into transformative Scorpio season, which will be happening on October 22nd. Have a beautiful week. Much love. 